You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Today on Carly's Couch, we're chatting with our good friend, Will Medley, about the art of preparation. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday, everybody. We are so excited to have you here. Yeah, thank you for joining us once again. We're trying to get back in our guest bag. You guys heard from Dr. Charlie Kemp uh, recently. And now we have another awesome person on the couch with us today. His name is... He's not a doctor, but he's done a lot of things. Uh, his name is William Medley. What's up, Will? How you doing? What's Before up? we really intro you, thank hey, you for being up? here. Thanks for having me. All that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me introduce Will because he's an interesting character. A lot of you <laughs> might know him already, um, as you see on his shirt, HBCU May A and T, um, in the Man. building with us today. I'm honorary. Um, yeah, you are. Yeah, I st- yeah. People be sending me the text like, I did not go to Auntie yeah. <laughs> trying to invite me to stuff, but I'm going to be there. Close, um, enough. close enough. So Will Medley has worked in a variety of fields from <laughs> politics in D.C. Um, to in Los Angeles, teaching, acting, doing comedy. Um, you've probably seen him in a commercial. You've seen him on the side of a bus before. Um, <laughs> actually, he, he all over the place, print, all that. Um, and now he's working in the field of tech at Zscaler in North Carolina. Um, so, you know, it, it takes a lot to be able to even, you know, see any type of success in that many different fields. So one thing I've noticed about him is that he puts a lot of preparation into all of those, you know, getting on commercials, getting on stages. Um, and now he's even working as a recruiter with Zscaler to help prepare others um, and show them how to get prepared for a career and for getting jobs and things of that nature. So as an outsider, like I said, we've seen you do your thing in all kinds of spaces, right? And one thing I always have seen is how you immerse yourself into studying and preparing anytime you're preparing for an opportunity, whether that's like going hard, trying to learn a script. Um, and I've heard you even on calls with work, um, you know, telling other people some keys to how to be prepared. Um, so today we want to hear from you. If with your background, is that something that's just an innate thing for you? Like, is it something you've always done? Like even as a kid or like, how did, how do you, how did you get this skill? Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't on my own. It was uh, two words, Charles Medley, my daddy, my father, man. He is um, he was very uh, big on being prepared for things. So anything I was working on, he's like, well, if you start something, you better finish it. I was like, all right, so if I start something, he said, all right, so what's the plan? Step one, uh-huh. step two, step three. How are you going to get – what are you going to do if you get to this point? So everything I do, I try to prepare, and I always put in the back of my head is – you can only prepare so much because some things you can't you can't prepare for. So just be prepared as you can, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just helped me. Um, I, I understand I cannot control my life, but I can control what I can't control. So that's why I try to prepare as much as possible. Um, so it takes a lot of discipline to be prepared, and I know you work out and been on your grind for that. It just takes so much discipline. Um, I want to be a baddie. You know that's. That's why I work out, to be a baddie. I'm sorry. Look, not look. That's real. <laughs> look, that's why a lot of people work out. That's why I be in the gym, too. Um, and when you're preparing for things, and, like, you've had so many different experiences. I remember you teaching and doing oh, different yeah. things. <laughs> I love the kids. I love kids. <laughs> like, how do you push through, like, 
the arduous task of like trying to learn a script or trying to completely switch fields or do this. I remember you were talking about real estate one time, like you really do the damn thing. So how do you push through when it seems like it can just be daunting to up and just like flip? Easy. You got to have your why. I have my why. I really got my why. Um, before, before it was, I wanted to make my mother and father so proud. Like that was the biggest thing. Now I know they, they're kind of proud of me already. Like, so that's cool. But my why happened uh, April 11th, 2021, when my daughter was born. Everything became about her. Like, that's my why. I got to get busy. I got to knock this out. I've always had that grind in me. Like, let me do this. Grind don't stop. You might have heard it before. But once my daughter got here, it was like, yo, you got you to gotta do a couple different things. So that's when I started shifting to the tech field. You know, you got to pay them bills. Acting is one thing, you know, comedy here and there. But uh, those checks don't come consistently. So I had to get something consistent. And, um, you know, maturity, you, you reach a new realm of maturity when you're responsible for another life. <laughs> so so I had to, I had to uh, get to that point. But, uh, yeah, that, you got to have a why. That's one thing I hear a lot of people say, that once they have children, it, it becomes a whole different ballgame. Like, you have to make moves, right? Um, but I feel like for you, though, even before having your daughter, like, you were still very, very much, like, self-motivated. So when you talk to other people, whether it's in a workspace or just in general, right, having conversation, meeting people, et cetera, mm-hmm. do you feel like you can you can tell when somebody kind of just has that extra spark and when they're just like, man, this person is kind of lazy or, like, they just don't have it? Um, do you think that's just, like, maybe some people just don't know what their why is yet? Yeah, some people don't know what their why is, and some people are just lazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to yeah. some people are lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I'm not saying that's actually a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just different. Everybody's different. Yeah, yeah, seriously, because there's so many people who are so busy and they're going, they're running and running and running, and they get to 60 years of age and they look mm-hmm. back. They don't even know. They, they didn't even enjoy life at all. Those lazy people did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you, you can take it with Show a grain it. of salt. So I, just don't be judgmental. Like mm-hmm. everybody is living their own life. Uh, do what's best for you personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, I got to do something. I got to get things going. I got to, I got to be productive and I know how to take a break and enjoy the moment. That's why I try to travel as much as I can and, uh, put the phone down when you're, when you're, when you're in environments with your friends, sometimes you don't have to record it. Just, just, just take those mental, mental memories and it's, it's, it's good for you. Yeah. I feel like that's what people miss out on, like being present in life. Like it's easy to be busy, but to be productive and fully present is something completely different. For sure. You mentioned, um, your famous motto, grind on stop. (laughs) What does that mean to you? Oh man. It just means continue to pursue whatever you really want to achieve. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be the best photographer, immerse yourself in the photography field, talk to photographers, watch videos, read books, uh, take as many pictures as possible. Ask those questions so you can get better. You want to be, uh, what, what? I think it was like, what is it 10,000 hours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just get your 10,000 hours on, but focus on mm-hmm. one thing at a time. Sometimes we uh, we find ourselves focused on one thing and then we jump to the next mm-hmm. without fully mastering one thing at a time. So I, I try to master one thing and then I move over to the next. And even if I don't master it, just be kind of good at it. Mm-hmm. So get good enough at all of it. Yeah, because sometimes, too, like that thing you might really, really love, like it might be like I want to be a comedian, but also I can't just do that. So, you know, that's where I think Grind Don't Stop is really um, put on display because 
yes, I'm grinding and that doesn't stop to do the thing that I love. And also I have to do other things. I'm going to have to work third shift. I'm going to have to do this or that Ooh, to support. <laughs> to su- <laughs> not you felt it. <laughs> to, su- to support being able to live in LA or to be able mm-hmm. to do comedy. And so that's, I think that's where you see the real dedication from people is when you're preparing for this life by also like doing everything it takes which is extra on top of that mm-hmm. to support, you know, continuing to work in that space. So that's one thing that I think is very admirable um, about you as well. And why we kind of want to talk about all this with you. Yeah, you got to work, uh, especially you come out to L.A. I, I, I put together a series of how to make it in L.A. by somebody who hasn't made it yet. So if you haven't <laughs> <real>. seen me, <laughs> clearly I ain't made it enough uh, for you to even know me yet. So that series is about people moving to Los Angeles, uh, what they need to do to at least give yourself a fighting chance. And I found myself, I was working third shift. I was substitute teaching. Like one, one of my days would be, I would work from 11 PM to 5 AM at the gym. I would come back to the house. I'll get something to eat. I'll take the bus. I didn't have a car then. I'll take the bus to substitute teach, which would be like an hour. I'll be there from of course, like eight o'clock to three. And take another bus, get back around four. And then if there's any auditions, go to those auditions, get home maybe about seven, and then take a baby nap before the <laughs> 11 o'clock. And I did this for nearly three years. That's why I lost my hair. I was losing hair mm. and stuff. Straight up. You didn't miss a, um, a night shift though, except one. I did. I, I did. I, I missed one. <laughs> I remember one. the one, too. I remember it. I blame it I on like, the Buffalo Bills. I was like, I was like, is he dead? Because he ain't never missed a third shift. Like, he always would pop up, go to his job or whatever. It was tight. This one, Big Wings, was, it was a legit thing, and they had they had drinks on Thursday. I, I just, I, I, my Bills had a game. It was Thursday night football, and I just um, had a little, bit, a little bit too much fun. And that was the first, that was the only day I missed. But that dude milked it. Cause, cause I was covering this shit for like the next two months. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But like that type of stuff. Like if you're not willing to put your, uh, get out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and, and 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 really work just so you can have the opportunity to go after what you want, this ain't for you. Mm-hmm. This ain't for you. And that's that's anything in life. Like if you're not really uh, willing to put in the work, don't complain about it, and, and don't expect those results. Just just put in the work, and you and you gotta have patience. Because, you know, it's not going to happen overnight for everyone. Some people, you might just bump into somebody on the street on your first day in L.A. and then, bam, blow up. Some people might take 20 years. <laughs> but just just stay focused. Uh, believe in self. And the most high, of course. Um, I hate when people be like, I'm the most high. I'm talking about, I'm talking about Jesus. Allah? I'm talking about Jesus. <laughs> Dr. Umar is mad as hell right now. I'm talking, I'm talking about Jesus. <laughs> so that's for me. But yeah, yeah, that's all. So knowing what you want and having your why can help the grind. But in like life in general, what are some things that people can do to help them better prepare for these opportunities or to be ready so that, you know, if they bump into that person that they ready for whatever is going can pop off? Educate yourself. Educate yourself on whatever you're trying to do. Whatever you want to do, educate. And there's no excuse these days. I'm about to date myself. When I was a kid, I asked a question. Mm-hmm. I had to go in the in the living room. We had Encyclopedia Same. Britannica, Same. these big, heavy ass mm-hmm. books, and look through it just to get answers. Now you got the internet. 
You can find everything's TikTok, at Wikipedia, TikTok, chat, chat GPT. Write your whole joint. Facts, like like TikTok. What should I know I'm for this be- interview? I'm a better cook now because of TikTok. Yes. Well, at least for another couple weeks, so the government shut it down. No VPN for me. Um, <laughs> he about to send me to jail. But uh, yeah, you have access to all this information. So when you hear people complaining, man, it's just ain't the same. Mm. I can't do. It. Stop. Stop it. Yo, get busy. Maybe they don't know how to research as much, though, too, because, like, you still got to have the right tools, right? Like, everything everybody says on TikTok is not it. Mentorship. Mm. That is, so that's our job. That Yeah. Find a mentor. I don't care what field it is. Find a mentor, a real mentor. <laughs> find a, find, a, find a, somebody who is proven doing exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Find somebody who is proven. Say, for example, you're in real estate, you want to get into real estate. You find a real, a real estate investment trust. You find a group. You, you go to those meetups. You find somebody who can take you under their wing and teach you about real estate. If you're all mm-hmm. about acting, you need to uh, surround yourself around actors and managers and people who are actually doing the thing. Ask real questions. Like, find find the people. So can you talk about some of the mentors you may have had or or the resources in some of those different areas you've worked in, um, mm. even from the from the beginning to now, or even maybe from college to now, whatever works for you. But, you know, what did that look like for you? Yes, I started off believing I was going to be a world changer. I was uh, (laughs) big in politics. I was always doing public speaking. Then I ran campaigns. Uh, I was getting presidential uh, candidates on North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University, you know, greatest HBCU in the the land, Uh, bringing those candidates to to our campus and and just – Helping, helping uh, people our age at that at that time mm-hmm. <laughs> get into politics. <laughs> wow! Get, get into Ew. politics. Get into politics, and I, I really enjoy stuff like that. But uh, yeah, just I, I just tried to do do do. do so the you most. didn't even need a mentor in that space. No, I did, but I still oh. I still my mentors for me really were uh, professors. Mm-hmm. Dr. Mosley, he was the head of political science. Uh, anybody I saw that was uh, working in the field, I would just ask them questions. They might have not, they might not have known that they were my mentor. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be older to be a mentor. Mm-hmm. They can be your peers, and sometimes, rare enough, they're younger than you. So mm-hmm. just uh, just be open minded to 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 that opportunity. Seriously. And then I know now um, with you working in recruitment, now let's talk about in the kind of job world, right, of, you know, maybe somebody's fresh out of college or maybe they just want a career change. Um, I've heard you on the phone kind of working and, and giving people, you know, things to do. And I'm like, man, this sounds like common sense to me. But it's not common sense to everybody. And or no. maybe it's like kind of like something's different, right, like you said, between your dad and you and people now where it's like, they might not have even thought to do all the research. They, they kind of expect, I think, people to tell them, you know, what they need to know, tell them what to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you do a good job of helping them with that. So what are some of those types of recommendations that you give to people? Um, you could think about it from, like, Zscaler point of view. But in general, like, if you're looking for a job or, you know, some type of opportunity in that type of space, what, what should you be doing? I've been saying this for about 10 years now. Cross the board. Watch what you put on social media. <laughs> get closer to the mic and say it again yeah people be looking at that watch what you put on social media and the reason why I don't post like that anymore 
is I read somewhere years ago, it said, if you're angry, don't post it. Give it 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I do that with purchases as well. <laughs> so it's helped me stop buying as much stuff. Give it 24 hours. If you, if you still want to post it, then it, it, it means something to you. Then you post it. But do not post in the moment. And uh, But the most important thing for younger people coming out, goodness gracious, like you don't have to record everything. And it's going to come out if you're doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. It. We were lucky. <laughs> Barely. Well, Barely. I still got a couple of Facebook Barely. albums that look a little off. <laughs> Those are all archived. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, we, were, we were lucky. We, we, we had fun, but we weren't recording everything. We just had the memories. Mm. And unfortunately, this, this generation now, they want to record everything. If they didn't record it, it didn't happen. Mm. And you got to understand, whatever happens, if you put it out there, I don't mm. care if you're, you're trying to get a job 10 years down the road. Look at people getting canceled mm-hmm. for stuff for tweets from 10, 15 years ago. Bro, they talking about that with that Freak Nick documentary. All these oh, people worried about their jobs. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's, about to see their mama on TV. I, I would I would get a cease and desist <laughs> if I and was And that was camcorder footage. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, just, but um. also, talk, talk to your professors when you're about, before you get out. Ask, ask real questions. Talk to people who just graduated uh, going into the field that that you're in, ask them real questions and 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 uh, yeah. Number one is just the phone thing. I'm sorry. What that's, about that's preparation though, specifically for like, let's say you you get an opportunity, like, hey, I, you know, let's set a call, let's talk. What should they know? You oh, know what I mean? Going into do a call with purpose. So make sure you have a list of topics that you want to talk about before you even talk to that person, uh, and they agree to it. Send over the itinerary. Like, all right, this is what I want to discuss. You go over step by step, like, all right. So they see that you mean business mm-hmm. and and everybody's prepared. And that shows that you, you're a young professional. You're ready to get out there. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's very important. And I didn't know anything about it. All Working in all those politics, I didn't know about it until I went to a resume. Uh, at A&T, they had a resume writer for you. They helped you build your resume. And in there... They was prepping me for like job interviews. I'm like, I, I just came here to make my resume. <laughs> just, just put it on my hard disk. Just get up out of here. And uh, yeah, that that helped me moving forward. So every time I'm in an interview, I don't feel worried. I'm like, well, here's the steps. Here's the process. Just like those people who uh, who had the for, who were fortunate enough to know how to take tests, uh, who who had the Kaplan and things like that. You know. <laughs> but I think another thing too, which kind of goes to what you were saying, right? About them have kids having the internet, and not even let me stop saying kids because all of us we have the internet right mm-hmm. now. Another thing that we can do, because people are doing that to you, is making sure and tell me about the importance of this. Making sure you actually research the people that you're about to be talking to, right? Because yes. people don't recognize how Great easily point. you can connect off of just like, oh, you went to. To Auntie, I went to an HBCU too. Like even that quick moment can make a conversation like so much more softer and like, oh, we could take off our little mask real quick and like, mm-hmm. you know, have real conversation. So you can do. There's some homework you can do too going into meetings. Yeah, it's um, it's called shields and guards. Mm-hmm. You, you 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 do things like that. That research to help um, open up their shield and help them put their guards down. Uh, it's 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 very important. So. For example, you know somebody who went to uh, the University of uh, UMass. Random, right? But you know their mascot's the Minutemen. Mm. So you can be like, oh, 
I was a huge Marcus Camby fan when they made it to the Final Four, the Minutemen, and John Calipari was That's their coach. You know, you know what I'm saying? But you, but, but you see on there, they play basketball mm. at Massachusetts. Mm. So things like that, you're doing a little, little research about a person, and then their shields and guards are going to start coming down. And it's no longer, oh, who is this, this, this person like reaching out? Like, who is this person? Just like when... Uh, uh, when I used to date girls in high school, mm-hmm. I would do a little research on that day. Like, oh, Mr. Johnson, I heard you used to play basketball in high school, man. You was nice. <laughs> so the day I go from what to, oh, yeah, I used to get on here. You know, I used, used to get busy. I said, like, man, yeah, my dad was telling me about it. He said, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, y'all have a good time tonight. You're like, shields and guards. Let, you know, do, do some research. Bro, you the only person I ever heard of do that with somebody's parents. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody, though. Yeah, no, but that makes sense. But also, I think it helps you, like, when you're doing your own research, like, one, the people feel more confident in talking to you because you actually seem like you bought something. You're not just mm-hmm. randomly reaching out to them on LinkedIn, which is a great way to get these interviews. Like, right. do you have time for a 15-minute call? I'd like to talk about X, Y, Z, or whatever's going on. But also, you might be hitting up the wrong person. Like, they might not even be in that field, and then you're wasting their time, and nobody likes their time wasted. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is, Reached out, you had that plan, like, because you point me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And and those those people are more than likely, oh, sure, because they see people want to help people. Mm-hmm. No matter what, the news continue to put all the negative stuff out. There's way more good people than yeah. there are bad. So people want to do good. Especially for people who want to help themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I was mad because one time somebody asked me some question like, hey, Lex, how do, how do I start, start a shoe company? And I and then I started Googling. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to use you. Right. You I was like, I was like, nigga, if I gotta hop on Google to help answer a question, but I automatically was like, oh yeah, let me see what you know what I can say to you. Like, no, like first of all, that tells me you're not even trying because I'm just Google I have no idea, but I just start Googling. So like mm-hmm. you start Googling, like start figuring it out, right? So I'm like, oh, this person don't have no initiative. Then the next day I was like, you know what? I don't have nothing to do with shoes. So you need to figure something else out. Like that doesn't make sense. And the other thing I hate hearing is, uh, excuse me, can I ask you a question? Boy, that message ain't never getting answered. Like, you should have just asked the question. <laughs> like, like, oh, here we go. Because you don't know what they're about to say. They just want to get a little yes or whatever. And it's like, just, yeah, just say what you need to say and let people know, you know, what you're trying to figure out. Um, move with a purpose, please. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to know it to move in it. But it, it does make a really big difference when you're talking to somebody who feels like they have a certain confidence. They've, they've done a level of work. And that also kind of shows you. And let me know if you agree or not. But like that also kind of shows you if this is somebody that you can kind of teach, like regardless of what they really know or not, that's somebody you can work with because, oh, they're a good people person, which I think a lot of times is more important than even like whatever skills we're talking about. Um, and you kind of work in a, in a tech space area now. So like, what about that? Like, do they need to know like all this, every skill about the company or, or what is that thing you kind of could look for from people and, and then being prepared? Number one thing I'm looking for is coachability. Mm-hmm. Like I need to know that you are going to be a team player, somebody who can uh, receive criticism constructively, mm-hmm. like not not personally, receive it constructively. Uh, those are the type of people that you can put in any environment, any any type of job. Because let's be let's be serious, people. You can learn any job mm-hmm. once you start it. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'd be like, yeah, I know Excel. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you don't have to lie on your resumes, but you, you know, you can, you, can, you can beef it up a little bit. If you're that type of person, you can yeah. get it. Yeah. Like, look, if if they say, do you know Excel? All right. Get on YouTube that night. 
Mm-hmm. Master it that mm-hmm. night. Yes, I do. You're not telling a story. You know mm-hmm. it. So, you know, don't X yourself out. So I'm hearing initiative, research, but most importantly, those quality skills, like those um, emotional intelligence skills, like coachability. Yeah, and, and when I when I went back saying, like, do your research, stuff like this, podcasts, listen to podcasts mm-hmm. of your interest. That has helped change my whole mentality with pretty much everything. Uh, it all, I've also short, I don't listen to music as much now because I'm just, it's not what I'm into. I'm more into uh, upward mobility. Yeah. <laughs> and especially cause you can, you can always be hearing things, you know, while you're moving and you, you're learning stuff. It makes mm-hmm. your conversation richer mm-hmm. with other people. Um, it's like little nuggets that you get that, you know, people don't even expect for you to know. I, I think that's a really good way, um, to get information. I mean, I still listen to music though, like project. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez laughs> um, <laughs> so, I don't know why that takes me here. I'm sorry for the correlation. <laughs> However, I do want to say that William Medley is also a member of Omega Sci-Fi uh, Fraternity Incorporated. Oh, and so also I think, and especially coming from A&T, uh, knowing a little bit about Musai, et cetera, how did that actually teach or sharpen preparation? Because Oof. that's, I, I also have in our conversations past heard you mention like, yeah, y'all don't know how to learn about people and talk to people. Like, we learned that, you know, trying to, you know, pledge and get be online and all that. So, like, talk about that experience. I'm sorry. Non, talk non, about that non experience. Non-Hazen organization. <laughs> uh, went to informationals and uh, signed a paper. So, that being said, <laughs> what I did learn, I researched the members that were at the university because I want to learn the people who I wanted to be around. I see it as oh, a family. That's real. I see it as a family. Like, so do I, want, I even want to be here? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you how organized I am. <laughs> I had an Excel spreadsheet. I'm telling you, their be name, honest. The name, their hometown, <laughs> their favorite food, their best friend, <laughs> and things they like best to do. Friend. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's smart. So, way ahead of it. So, so, Fred, I'm drawing Fred with name. I had him on there. I remember he had a, a best friend named Bebe. <laughs> and I had I had that in there. I said, yeah, your best friend, Bebe. He's like, how you know that? Right. I was like, you like Nardwar. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm doing my research. But uh, yeah, yeah, impressed that that helped me tremendously, especially being in environments uh, where I'm being questioned mm-hmm. that <laughs> make it easier in other environments when I'm being questioned. So now, you know, when you're asking me about my job or profession or my goals, I'm like, I've already been walked through fire. So this is this is fine. A lot, a lot of people missing that, though, mm-hmm. these days. Yeah, I would say there's a lot of skills, um, like even hosting meetings and getting budgets together and running events and things that, unless you're in organizations that do that, you just don't have the access. Yeah, th- that's the great thing about uh, when it comes to the, the Greek life, and no matter where you stand on it, the it's a business. It's an organization, and you have roles, and you have to produce. So those young men and women coming from, uh, uh, those organizations, they've been in an environment where they have to produce. Well, not all of them. Some of them are just slack. But, you know, if you see this this young man or woman who's the president and they're doing this in their fraternity, they put in some work because it's, it's, it's not easy. They used to tell us this all the time when it comes to fraternity. Oh, it's easier to try to be the bros than to be the bros. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then you become the bros like, I got to have this meeting. Like, we got we to have this fundraiser here. We got to do this. We got to put this on. And like, Okay, I get what they're saying. Mm. You got to do work. It ain't, it ain't all yeah. just parties. 
You got to do some work. Um, so to kind of bring this all full circle now, you already mentioned that you are a father now. So now how do you keep all your endeavors organized now? Um, and how has that changed your approach to like preparation? Because you know, you have this additional, I don't want to call it work to do, but additional tasks. Yeah. Priority. It's going to watch over, et cetera. And yet you still are moving in all these different spaces. And then also talk about how you plan to, and how you might already be instilling these types of principles into into your daughter. Okay. Well, me and her mom, we make sure that uh, we have weekly conversations about what we want to do, uh, how we want to raise her, and most importantly, the things that we missed as kids, mm-hmm. make sure that she gets it as, you know, as well. Well, not as well, that she gets it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it's just very important. My, my whole thing with my daughter is to ensure that she understands that her parents love her and will do anything for her as long as she puts forth forth the effort. Like, a lot of things we both wanted to do, me and her mother, our parents financially weren't in the position to do. Uh, Our goal is to make sure that we have the the finances. uh, So if she wants to take violin lessons, things of that nature, she wants to travel, which is why I take my daughter everywhere. I just want, we just want her to be culture- Worldly uh, th- things like that, because I, w- from how I interact with people, the people who have traveled and met a lot of people, they tend they tend to be cooler. Okay, <laughs> just not trying to have a whack kid. You know? <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. No whack children over here. But yeah, she she um she she shifted my focus more so, just giving her as many opportunities that she needs to be successful. That's that's where my mindset is. Now that's amazing. How do you stay balanced and prepared for all that though? Because you have so many other things going on at the same time. Um, to be honest, it doesn't feel like as much work to me mm-hmm. because I've always been a prepared mm-hmm. person. So it's like, all right, sit down with mom. What what's the plan for this mm-hmm. week? When does she have this? Her mom's beyond smart, like. <laughs> she does spreadsheets or everything like yeah, both so spreadsheet, like, spreadsheet has people. I'm like, all right, so <laughs> soccer fees are due on the 13th, and we need to have this. And I am not that person. Mm. Uh, so her, mom, her mom's way more organized. I'm more of a spontaneous. Mm. So I'm like, I want to do this, but you understand the organization, so y'all but probably do good. Yeah, I'm like, well together. It's a good team, and you know, teamwork make the dream work. And my daughter, man, it it's easier because she's not whack. Yeah, she cool. Like, she's a cool kid, you know. For now, I'm just I'm, my biggest fear right now is, you know, I I have plenty of friends whose daughters are like reaching the teenage mm-hmm. years, and they're all they say the same sad story like, talk to me no more. <laughs> they don't even say hi. They don't run to me, give me hugs no more. And I'm like, that's like my biggest fear. Aww. That's like my biggest fear. Like, dang, she ain't gonna be. My I think friend they always no come more. back around a little yeah. bit though. Too. They, they all well, not and as long always, as you but, make the space for her to feel safe to talk to you about stuff back. and. Yeah, that's and that's, that's another the thing. thing. People too hard about. on the kids, and then they don't want to talk to you no more. And you mad because you've been telling them they're not your little so friend. You give them no safe yeah. space. And that's one. We're not, that's our hard balance too. That is a tough balance to say. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of your little friends. Like I, I, I find myself saying all kind of stuff. My parents mm-hmm. said, like, I, we were going into to the mall the other day. I said, you better not ask for nothing before we go in the store. I'm like, what? circle of life. <laughs> what? I was like, I just had to sit down. Like, why did I say that? Get what you want, girl. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, I, I find 
but our parents did the best they could. And mm-hmm. I get why they said what they said. They were stressed out. They I were pro- so tired. I probably was annoying. Goodness. <laughs> I surely was asking when we got in that store. <laughs> you can't get that? You ain't got no money? You ain't got, you ain't got no money or something. <laughs> but it sounds like it sounds like the way you plan to teach and implement is by example. And I think yes. that makes the most sense, right? Like people say practice what you preach. And the way I think about it is forget preaching. Just practice it. Mm-hmm. Um, and people going to see what's up. Like they, he, she's going to see how her father speaks to people to get like the things you want, to make people feel good, to make them kind of be on your team, advocate for you, all those things. Um so I think that's the best thing you can do and not be worried about it. And then also to thinking about, you know, how do you just do everything? Once you already just said your um, your itinerary for back in the day was basically from like eight to eight. It's like, oh, you know what? You can do anything because you've already done it in a few different settings. Um, and so maybe, you know, part of this, too, is especially while you're younger, too, because um, it does get a little tougher as we get older. But during the time that you have energy to do all the things, do the things. Yes. Like, don't just yes, sit around, watch do. TV all day, play with your friends on, on Xbox, all that stuff. That stuff's cool. And like he said, you know, there's a time to relax and a time to turn up. But if you have the energy to turn up, you got to turn up. And, like, at least try. Try to pack your schedule out and, like, do all the things you can do to make that, like, a, a little bit easier later for you to kind of do what you want to do or just to see how far you can actually go. Like, I think people don't even push their limits. To me, what you said earlier about your schedule is, like, you push the limits. And I, I would have been died or not did, <laughs> showed up for half of them things. Um, but you got to push the limits sometimes to actually see something, you know, flip for you. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, it just, you have to humble yourself. Mm. You, you do. And you have to get rid of the hardest thing for me. Oh, Lord. If anybody know me, they know this is true. FOMO. I had FOMO really? bad. That's why I was at everything. I'm like, I want to miss this. <laughs> I'm at the Final Four. I'm at this, that, mm-hmm. Like, I got to go to this. Uh, hey, FOMO plus them all-you-can-travel things you be having. Of course. <laughs> of course you're going to be there. They be like, oh, Will Medley, can you come to this? I'm there. <laughs> My, while my friends be hitting me like, dang, I just seen Will at South by Southwest. I just saw him last week at the Final Four. I seen him. He everywhere. everywhere. I'm like, oh, I, he he going to be everywhere. I'm still going to travel. <laughs> my daughter's probably going to be with me. But, uh, yeah, uh, I miss In the past, I, I would go broke trying to go to everything. Now it's because I want to go, and it's not going to. Uh, leave me financially embarrassed. I saw this, saw this special, special in Africa. They was talking to the guy. He said, I cannot go out. I am financially embarrassed. That's, funny. that's real. So yeah. No, like, that's real. Everybody, everybody doing the most. Yeah. Like, Let me get Ooh. this. Man, that, and when I said they hit home, I said, me too. <laughs> I am financially embarrassed. That's what it is. At so, least yeah. you have some shame. Some people don't know. Some people, yeah. No shame. To be swiping them cards. Man. <laughs> Dog. Um, and I think going back to pushing your limits, cause I, it's, it's so cool to see all the things that you're doing and like working towards and being super dad and taking her everywhere. That's amazing. But always tying back into your why, like that's what powers you through on those eight to eight shifts or when you doing a bunch of stuff you don't want to do in order to have a little bit of time to do something that you can and want to do. Yeah, it's not about you. It's, but if it's just you, it is about you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so put you first. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times people, they neglect themselves, and it's bad. They're putting other people in front of themselves. That's not their why. Like, that's that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Don't do Making that. Making somebody else your why yeah, is you, never a win either. Yeah, don't do that. Because you'll never feel like you're really getting back that's what you think bar. you want to yeah. get back. Yeah. And, and, and uh, this is off subject, but 
do not expect others to do onto you as you would do onto them. Like mm-hmm. you're setting yourself up for anger, frustration, and, and, and a continuous cycle of self-pity and hate. Like mm-hmm. do not do that. Nice words of wisdom, Will. Um, right, that too. <laughs> Look, talk, talk to somebody. It's okay. It's, it's not taboo. All they, all they doing is helping you understand yourself, yes. which is never a law. So, so you're not out here emotionally embarrassed. Come on, hey, hey, come on emotionally is. embarrassed. Yes. We're not, we not trying to be embarrassed in life, That's period. Right. Okay. We might be on to something yeah, now. We're going to have to write a book. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're going to have the spreadsheet ready by 5 p.m. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get this computer open. Uh, but, so, William, thank you so much for chatting with us. It's always cool, I think, to you know have deeper conversations with your friends because there's such a wealth of knowledge just in our own peers that sometimes we don't even talk to them about serious stuff all the time right so you know we could do more than just go get margaritas we can we can actually get some keys to life over here um so shout out will for um kind of always being prepared being a good example uh even to me and to us um for now being a good example to his daughter like carly said um and hopefully for all the listeners now to have got something out of you know the information he put forth right um it is about like putting yourself first and being prepared is like you really just advocating for yourself doing the things you need to do to see yourself win because you can't help other people win if you're not winning so I think that's that's really what it is, right? It doesn't have to feel selfish. It's still a part. Um, it's still very much community-based for you to win, for you to do well, um, so that your family and your friends can too. So thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Um, thank you for having me. Thank you. And congratulations to you ladies for, I remember when they started. <laughs> a few years ago they, now. They, hey, they, they've been grinding. They've been grinding. They even got they got nice microphones and stuff. They, they ain't playing with y'all anymore. They even got a backdrop. So, yeah, uh, I'm proud of you ladies. You, you, you're awesome. I uh, appreciate you having me on. Uh, this has been great, and this is uh, providing more motivation for me. to. This, this is going to hold me accountable. <laughs> Look, we love that. Um, every week we do a shout-out, and we want to shout you out, so thank you again. But also let the people know how they can connect you, how they can support you, anything okay. you got going on. Well, <laughs> the cash app is. <laughs> the cash app. Cash app's so ghetto. It is. It is. So, Big ghetto. Somebody's like, yo, can you see it in cash app? I'm like, <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, let me help this person out. Scammer. Uh, you can reach me, uh, my website, willmedley.com. That uh, has my Instagram, at willmedley. Uh, Twitter, I'm barely on there because I don't want to get canceled. So it's uh, it's Will Medley. I'm there as well. But my website, willmedley.com, has everything. And, uh, yeah, is that, is that it? Anything really? they can support you? You, wanna, you want them to watch something? You need uh, to. Oh, yeah, just, just, just go to my Instagram page and just follow everything. Uh, <laughs> I, I got America's Best Barbers coming up, you know, uh, be pitching that as well. Uh, got, I got some stuff I can't re- talk on it because I signed some NDAs, okay. so I'm just waiting. <laughs> but just be on the lookout. And uh, if you're in the tech, tech sales, I'm working with tech sales. I'm a diversity, equity, inclusion recruiter at Zscaler, uh, largest cloud security company. We are awesome. We are hiring mm-hmm. SDRs across the country. Uh, so, yeah, just reach out to me on LinkedIn, Will Medley. Uh, I'm trying to diversify a field that is grossly underrepresented uh so yeah let's make it happen awesome so go follow him if you need a job go hit him up but do your research first um and then we always end with the question of the week and so 
well, I'm gonna come to you first. How do you get into flow state? What? Flow state? Yeah, like when you real focused. Yeah, how do you get into your flow? Oh, oh, you know, I pray. (laughs) I pray. I sit down. I pray. Cause you gotta have you gotta have quiet moments with yourself. Mm-hmm. After I'm done praying, during my prayers, I'm I'm saying what I want to align, and then I say, "All right, knock it out. No matter what's happening, knock it out." So that's how I get into the flow of things. And she knows me. She mm-hmm. once I get in, I'm like, "This is it." So, mm-hmm. but uh, prayer f- for me. Some people like to say the Trinity meditation. Prayer and meditation, same thing. <laughs> so let's just let's keep it a buck. But yeah, that, that's what works for me. Uh, whatever works for you is cool. Carly, how do you get into flow state? Um, a couple ways. So I do enjoy my quiet time in the morning. Um, but working out, like actually pushing myself yes. past my limits, really, I'd be locked the hell in. I just have to get there. That's the hardest part sometimes. Mm. But when I get there, I'm locked in. And then um, the other thing is when I'm trying to do really good work, like on the computer and want to be focused, for some reason, I'm really good in coffee shops. Like Mm. I go get a little space as long as it's cool. Like kind of the chaos around me helps me like focus into everything that's going on. That's cool. And I wanted to answer last because for me, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think about it in the same way of how to get into flow state. For me, flow state is a result, and and it's literally just I have to start working. Once I start working, um, maybe give me five ten minutes, then I will get into a flow state. You so be, you be flowing, yeah. Like you, you have to. I just have to start. Like I could be anywhere. I can be. I could pray before. I could do whatever. And then if I pick up my phone or you know just don't do what I need to be doing, I just never will get there. So for me, it's just a matter of like I have to be like, all right, start. And then I'll I'll get into it. Next thing you know, it's like, oh, I've been working on this for an hour. Um, and then that that's a good thing for me. Mamba mentality. There you go. Um, hit us at Carly's Couch. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Make sure you go follow Will Medley. We'll put his website and everything else in the show notes. And we'd love to hear from y'all. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Bye, y'all.